Hello, hello, and welcome to the podcast where we ask questions and get even more answers. I'm your host, Mark, so sit back, relax, and just listen. This is Questions with More Answers. And today we have our host, uh, not our host, a guest. Can you introduce yourself to the Hey, I'm Jaxie. I don't do much, but film, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of, I guess that's where I can start off asking you questions. Like, can you describe your job to the people? Because that's mostly mainly what this interview is going to be about. Okay. Um, I am a lighting technician in the Studio Mechanics Union in Chicago, uh, which is basically just, I guess, like, setting lights for film, setting lights for TV, like, running cable, making sure they have power, like, mm-hmm. I, I, I work in, like, technically, I work in the cinematography department, because, like, gaffing and camera and all of that is all yeah. under cinematography. What, um, what shows and films have you worked on? Um, oh, that's a good question. Uh, I, my first show was Shameless. Oh, okay. And then Chicago PD... I did Batwoman for a while. I did um, Utopia. I did full time the new Amazon show. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet, but I think it's supposed to be good. Uh, Red Line, which is like a Fox show that didn't go anywhere. I I don't know. It's like a lot of like local, especially since I live in Chicago. A lot of like local Chicago type crime shows, like Chicago Med and. Um, the shy I did the shy mm. yeah just like a lot of <laughs> if it's been shot in Chicago I probably either have done it or know someone who has done it cool what, what would you say is your favorite set that you've worked on definitely utopia just because um, I I'm a big reader and my favorite author is Gillian Flynn uh-huh. and she wrote she wrote utopia and so she was on set every day and was just super nice and was always talking to all the crew members and I actually didn't know what she looked like at first so she came over to the cart and we were talking about uh petting zoo animals because the next day we were going to do a scene at a petting zoo and uh we just talked for like 40 minutes and then she mentioned that she has a a cabin up north where she hosts like writers who have writer's block Mm. and she just like lets them write at her cabin um and then I asked her, like, oh, is that what you do? Right. And, like, asked Gillian Flynn if she writes because I had no idea she was a writer. And it was really embarrassing. Yeah. Um, what would you say is the proudest achievement you've made in your job, you would say? Uh, no. It's hard to, like, feel <laughs> pride about, like, setting lights and stuff. But I don't know. Like, just becoming, like, uh... so lighting departments are, like, a big it's like six to eight people usually and there's usually one or two people that are on set like working with the lights that are on set and everyone else is at the carts and will just bring lights to set and just like when you kind of become an on-set guy it feels really good I guess to like be trusted by your boss enough to like be around the more important people Uh, on a set um what would you say would you say you're more critical of film sets now that you've worked in many Oh, yeah, absolutely. The film industry's fucked. Wait, can I swear? I can swear, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's super, it, like, is a really abusive industry. Like, people, I've worked 22-hour days, and, like, yeah. I definitely am more critical of the film industry in general, too. 
Um, what would you say? What what films have you seen that you think have the best sets that you've seen? Like best set decoration uh, and like that kind of thing. Oh, I that's a good question. Um, best set decoration. I just I like period pieces. I guess period pieces are really hard um, because you have to control one hundred percent of everything. Yeah. Like Lovecraft Country just shot in Chicago last year, and they would like shut down whole blocks just to redo all of the uh, businesses on the streets and the street signs to make sure that the street signs were like period accurate. And like Fargo just came and did the same thing. Like you would see for a few weeks in the city, just like a bunch of old school cars driving around uh, to get to the Fargo set. Yeah. Um, what would you, what was your first, um, set you worked on? Uh, like real set or student set? Um, I guess real set. My first real set was Shameless, for sure. Okay. So what was your first student set then? Um, I was a freshman in film school and I was a camera PA on this, like, music video that my friend was shooting. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, I think that was my first set. Have you graduated film school yet? Yeah, I graduated in the spring. So I've been out for a few months. Uh, so wait, so when you got your first uh, set job in Shameless, was that how long ago was that? Um, I was about two and a half years ago. So I actually got lucky and I like fell into this before I graduated. So what I'd been doing during film school was um, working during the day and then taking three of my four classes were online and then one would be in person. And so I'd just take one day off a week to do class. But I got into the union when I was 19. So it was sophomore year of high school or of college. Um, and for your like future career, is this, is this what you want to do or do you want to expand more to other aspects of filmmaking? Um, I definitely want to write. I like want to be a comedian and write comedy. Uh, but this is, like, a really good way to make money and support that while I figure out, like, a path to write, I guess. Um, but I don't know, especially since the pandemic, I've been a lot less in love with the idea of the film industry just because um, it, it can't exist when things like this happen. So, I don't know. Very existential. You are, you have done some stand-up, I know, right? Yeah, yeah, I've been doing stand-up for, like, two years now, I think. What do you most admire about stand-up comedy, and, like, what aspect do you think is the most interesting? Um, I definitely think that when you do stand-up, it's, like, one of the most vulnerable things that you can do. Um, like, I would say stand-up is definitely a more vulnerable position than, like, slam poetry or something emotional, mm -hmm. just because to put yourself out there and like say, I think I'm funny. Do you think I'm funny? It's just like, it's really stressful because also like with standup, a lot of audiences like don't want to like the standup and like they want to be proven that you're funny. Yeah. And I don't know. It's like, it's a, it's a really stressful job, but it's really fun once you like get into it. But when I first started, it was really scary. So I really like everyone who's ever done it. I respect a lot. Who do you think's your favorite stand-up comedian, you'd say? Um, 
I think John Mulaney is like a go-to answer. Yeah. Just because I've seen everything he's ever put out. But I also, like the first person that made me want to do stand-up was um, Morgan Murphy. She's okay. really funny and she's like really clever with a lot of the things that she says. And just like mm. listening to her makes me appreciate like words more, if that makes any sense. Yeah. When you do stand-up comedy, where what locations do you do it at? Is it like nightclubs or like... Yeah, I've done stand-up at a few of the Chicago, like, comedy places, like Second City and I.O., yeah. but I.O.'s closed now. I haven't done stand-up since the pandemic started. Like, I have no idea yeah. what it's going to look like after everything goes back to normal, but, yeah, like, I.O., and then I did it at a few, like, restaurants and bars and stuff. Um, Do you think that stand-up comedy is one of the hardest forms of comedy that you can do? Yeah, I I think so, especially because there's, like, a live component where mm. um, a lot of audiences think that it's, like, an interactive thing. Like, a lot of people try to screw you up when you're on stage or, like, like talk to you as if you're not performing. And, like, uh, it, it is in your solo, too. Like, with improv, it's kind of similar because it is live and there's an audience component, but uh, you have a team to fall back on, whereas with stand-up, it's, like, if you fuck up, it's your fault no one can like save come in and save you you know yeah first stand-up comedy have um do you think you've gotten better for, like over time would you say definitely yeah i was really bad at first uh i i just like i feel like i found my voice more because when i first started i did a lot of jokes mm -hmm. that i thought people wanted to hear rather than things that i wanted to say um yeah. Yeah. And so it just felt like really ingenuous and like performing the content felt like I was performing something someone else wrote. And it's just like, yeah, I've definitely gotten a lot more comfortable with what I think is funny. What do you think is your best like audience reception to a show you've had? Um, I used to do this like small show at a restaurant in Chicago and it was a free show, but we would get like upward or like... 10 to 15 people would show up max and half of them would be people I invited. Um, but it was also like the most kind and like uh, accepting audience. So like if you screwed up or you lost your place or you like made a joke that people didn't really think was funny, it was like you could try new material there and not be afraid to do it. You know, like I, I like audiences that you can like experiment with new things with. Yeah. Um, do you think how so you think audience is very important in the aspect of um, stand-up comedy and, and how they can influence the act yeah totally you could have the same material perform it for two different audiences and one you could kill and one you could bomb what have you had any bomb experiences like you've bombed um I am very lucky in that I don't have like a go-to like answer for that like I don't think I've ever had a a really big bomb. I haven't been doing it for super long though. Um, just, I, I think there was one time where I like forgot the second half of my joke and I think the audience like felt bad for me, but I don't think they like hated me. Mm -hmm. Um, when you are performing, how do you, uh, do you often get like nervous in front of an audience you'd say or no? Yeah. I think that's something that will never go away from me. Um, 
Like, I always have to have a drink before I go on stage uh, just because I do get nervous talking to crowds. Also because, like, my sense of humor is not as, uh, like, traditional, like, comedy. It's more alternative comedy. And so even if I think my stuff is really funny, I just might not be someone's cup of tea. So there's always, like, that roll of the dice. What um film have you seen that you think is the funniest film you've seen since you're into comedy, like writing and stuff like that? The best write, written comedy you've seen, you think? Oh, that's a good question. Um, the best written comedy. My favorite movie is It's Such a Beautiful Day, and yeah. that, I think, is really funny in in a dark way. Mm. Um, and I really do like like comedy that can also be philosophical like something that makes you laugh but also something that makes you think and so that movie and then heather's i think is really funny mm-hmm. um i don't know i think movies that are like like funny in an interesting way rather than funny in like a setup punchline way like i don't like setup punchline comedy as much yeah because it seems less like natural i guess so, yeah absolutely um, would you say that there is a comedian, it can be stand-up or just like regular comedian, that you think has, um, like, has, who is very famous, has a lot of praise, but you think doesn't, isn't that funny yourself? Oh, there's a lot. <laughs> um, I don't think Amy Schumer is funny at all. Uh-huh. I don't think, um, I, I think, like, like comedians that skew for a younger audience aren't very funny to me. Like Tosh.0 and stuff, I don't think it's funny. Yeah. I used to think Aziz Ansari was really funny, and then I rewatched some of his comedy recently, and it actually kind of sucks. I don't like him at all. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, I can't think of anyone else off the top of my head. But do you think there are any stand-up comedians that are underrated? You'd say. In the grand scheme of things. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like it's really hard to make it in comedy as a woman. So I think that if you, like, look at any mid-sized female comedian, they probably get a lot more hate than they deserve just because mm-hmm. being a comedian on the internet as a woman, like, you get a lot of hate just inherently. Yeah. Like, uh, Patty Harrison, I think is one of the funniest people in comedy right now and she gets a lot of hate. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Can't think of anyone else. So, I guess, um, kind of to wrap up the thing, what, what, um, media have you been consuming lately? Um, I just rewatched my favorite TV show, Short Poppies. Have you heard of it? No, I haven't. It's like a New Zealand mockumentary, uh, where Reese Darby plays, it's like every episode is about one person in a, a small town in New Zealand, and Reese Darby plays every character, oh. like every spotlight of yeah. every episode, mm-hmm. and he's so funny, and it, the show is just like gold, and I, I love it, I think it's the best show ever made, but every time I show it to people, it has like a 40% success rate, so... Yeah. I, you should watch it, but if you don't like it, I don't blame you. Mm. <laughs> it's like a little a little weird. You watching any movies lately? You'd say. Have you been? Uh yeah, I've been watching a lot of Halloween like horror movies. Yeah. Um just cuz it's the season. Yeah, what's your favorite horror film? Um I really like 
like Guillermo del Toro. I like uh, a lot of his movies. I don't think American horror movies are good at all. I think there's so few good American horror movies. Um, uh. I just rewatched The Orphanage, which is a Spanish movie, yeah. which is amazing. I just rewatched um, The Devil's Backbone, which is also Spanish and amazing. Mm. And I watched Let the Right One In last night, which is, I think, Swedish and also amazing. Mm. Um, have, have you been, what music, have you been listening to music lately? Um, not really. I listen to a lot of, like, the same music that I listened to in high school. I think in, like, sophomore year of high school, I spent a lot of time finding new music, and then I just, like, saved all those albums on my Google Music account and just listened to the same things over and over again since then. Which music do you listen to primarily? Um, my favorite band's The Antlers mm-hmm. and The Districts, my two favorite bands. So I listen, and I listen to a lot of jazz, like Dexter Gordon is my favorite yeah. solo musician and... Yeah, just like a lot of old albums. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I guess that's it for this interview. Thank, thank you for joining us, Jaxie, on this episode. Yeah, and, thank you for having me. Yeah. Um. So see you guys next time. This has been questions with more.